Get ready to kick up some dirt and mud because it's time for San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio with Dave Stahl. SDORC is here to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. So whether it's bikes, buggies, trucks, or trikes, San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio brings you the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles and protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. Because together, everyone achieves more. Now, here is your host, Dave Stahl. All right, folks, welcome to SDORC Dirt Radio right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. That's Nicole. And she is sitting in for Audrey because Audrey decided to go to Hawaii. Oh, yeah. She's uh, Then we got Ed Stoven who didn't want to go to Hawaii because there's nothing to ride a motorcycle around (laughs) over there. It's a long flight. It's a long flight to carry your bike. Hey, we want to give a shout out to Alpha Site Logistics. They've been serving uh, Imperial Valley for over 20 years. And what do they do? Well, if you're doing an event out there, or maybe you're whatever it may be, and you need portable toilets, hand wash stations, hand wash trailers, shade trailers, dumpsters, and a whole lot more, then you need to call them at 760-352-8383. That's 760-352-8383. Make sure you thank them for sponsoring SDORC Dirt Radio. Get a quote. You can also find them on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash alphalogistics.com. So how are you guys doing? Nicole's a little tired. She went camping with the herd last night. Yeah, and we went off-roading at Corral Canyon. It was a lot of fun. And uh, I just want to start off by saying SDORC wants to say Happy Father's Day to all Uh, your fathers out there. We don't want to forget about you. You're either um, on the trail or hopefully you're doing something fun today with your family. Yeah, we're doing radio. Yeah. (laughs) Radio's fun. Radio's always fun. How you doing, Ed? Doing well, actually. Wow, you got a lot of paperwork today. I, I got stuff. I'm uh, sleeping in my bed again. I've been on the recliner for the last uh, month, month, five month weeks, because uh, I broke five, uh, eight ribs, yeah. crashing my dirt bike, so I'm feeling pretty good today. So is the uh, recliner up for sale? Uh, make me an offer. You know, <laughs> yeah. I have two recliners. I my The one I've had a long time wasn't very comfortable for sleeping on, <laughs> so I went and bought another one, yeah. and then I got to get rid of one, one of, of them. them. At least one of them. Maybe both. I don't know. No, because so. no so, offense, but yeah, go ahead. this could happen again. Yeah, keep an right. eye on Craigslist. <laughs> if you need a recliner, yeah, one might be posted soon. Exactly. So uh, so you were at a, actually at an event like yesterday, right? So it was just with uh, the TDS 4x4 Club. Uh, they did a run, and I've been going to their meetings since uh, 2017. Mm-hmm. I'm not an official member yet, um, but they have um, stipulations to become a member, and uh, one of their stipulations is that you have to do a certain amount of overnight overnight trail runs. So uh, this was one of my overnights um, to help me become a member of wow. that club. And as you all know, TDS uh, runs the Desert Safari right. that happens in usually March or... First weekend in March. March, yeah. yeah. Which is an amazing, uh, fun event uh, that has raffle prizes, a trail run. They sometimes have food vendors. And last time they had a foam... What was it? Foam house? Oh, yeah. It's like, like where a, you got a in bounce it. house? Yeah, it was like... Well, you got into it and they sprayed you with foam. Oops. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you got to play in the foam 
Well, hey, if you haven't done it, folks, don't knock it. It looks like it could be a whole lot of fun. It was nice because it's out in the desert. And they're a fundraising group as well to try to keep the deserts open, just like SDORC. It's Tierra del Sol Four-Wheel Drive Club. Yep. And they they, they have a lot of events. You know, for a member has to put on a a run Mm -hmm. once at least once a year. Mm -hmm. And they uh they they do really well at desert safari they, they really do people pay money to go to it they pay money to buy shirts and Tierra del Sol, the the club donates a lot of that money to california association of four wheel drive clubs mm-hmm. and they do similar to what sdrc does yeah and we also do other uh things with the club other... we do cleanups with the club right. in corral canyon we um also go in together when we want to sponsor uh like oceano dunes the um yeah they they donate money to different causes they give money to ecologic they paid a lot of money at the akatia wells lawsuit Mm -hmm. was that about eight years ago they're uh, an environmental group sued to close akatia wells from uh open riding and they 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 gave a lot of money to that right a big pile well because you know that that war is never ending it never ends, boy. No. I, these, I polit- watch this stuff. these politicians. I mean, well, the environmentalists—they they lean on the politicians. Oh my yeah, so they, it's really environmentalists, and they—they're they're so whacked out and out there. On, they don't even understand. That they don't even know why they're doing what they're doing. Like off-roading, it's really not that bad. You, you look at somewhere like Akatia Wells. It's an open area. They get a lot of people out there. Um, it's essentially the same as it was hundreds of years ago as far as uh, species, right? Plants and animals mm-hmm. and erosion. Like the place is roughly like it was 100 years ago. Right. You go to other – you go just down the way and there's farms out there in Imperial County. And what happens when you have a farm? You have total habitat destruction. Mm-hmm. Are they screaming bloody murder about the farms? Mm-mm. You don't hear it. No, not a word. So and, and and you don't know why either. It's, it's, it's relative. Like parks, you know, a beautiful park with the grass and the trees. None of that is indigenous. It's total habitat destruction. Mm-hmm. But yet, it's okay to have a park there. But you have off roading, you have trails, and it's the it, the world is collapsing. The sky is falling. You can't have it. It's right. terrible. And you know the funny thing about it is, not only do off roaders use those trails, but so do animals. You know, that's so funny because you see uh, scat from the coyotes along the trails. Poop, in case you people are not oh, yeah. off-road enthusiasts. But, I mean, you, you do. I mean, because, I mean, the little animals, whether they're small, medium, or large, I mean, they still have to get from point A to point B. And if there is a trail that's already there, and and the thing with off-roaders is you can't you, you can't tell me that these off-roaders go out and destroy the, the environment on purpose. No. Well, you they, may have one or two. We found one that got kind of carried away and went off into an area that they weren't supposed to go into. But some of that has to do with the fact that, you know, the government's signage department is somewhat lacking. Sure. Sure. The, these uh, animals, they, they they go on the trails. And first of all, the trails never get used at night. Nope. Right? No one's off-roading at night. Hardly anyone is going on them Monday through Friday. Right. So... Saturday and Sunday during the day, they get used. And they don't get used at all in the summer. Generally, they don't get used in the summer, depending <laughs> on where you us. go. 
All right. Aren't you supposed to? Was it yeah, hot it was, out there? It was hot. Yeah. It yeah. was about 93. It was hot and getting hotter. It was probably. getting hotter. It was nice, though. The drive back today, you could tell we left, it was like 91 degrees. And by the time we got back here, it was like 73. Yeah. So yeah. It, there's a big difference between Lake Morena and uh-huh. uh, Lakeside area. So. But see, the general consensus is this property is not being used 24-7, 365 days a year. No, and you could tell the trail has totally overgrown almost. Um, So there was a lot of um, shrubs that were in the um, hitting the vehicles, Mm -hmm. which, you know, if you haven't been on a trail in a while and uh, not a lot of people have been on the trail, that tends to happen. And so we just need to uh, find some cool days to go out there and do a trail cleanup and trim back some of this brush. You know, I applied for a grant from... Tread lightly in BF Goodrich for money for trail cleanups and trail work. Wonderful. So uh, hopefully that'll fund. And I It'll think this coming winter use. we'll do some some trail days. Yeah, just yeah. go out there and you know, do okay. your thing. And We want to do a cleanup at Otai. We want to do trail work at Corral Canyon. Yep. And then I want to do a cleanup in Painted Gorge, which is an area that I love. That's both off-roading and shooting. Mm-hmm, and, and sometimes mm-hmm. the target shooters leave stuff out there. Well, see, that's where I know Audrey's been talking to my gun show, the Gun Owners Radio, and that'd be a good yeah, group to get we've together. We've discussed with them. We've done one cleanup with them already. Um, we, we, we did it with to... SD Must. Oh, yeah. That's, you know yeah. them? Of course. Of course you do. They're yeah. like your best friend. Yeah, that's uh, Desi and the gang, I mean, which is an awesome group of uh, young ladies that uh, if you're interested and you're, a, and you're a female and you want to learn to shoot, these folks will take care of you free of charge. No problem. Yeah, but yeah, we got But see, we all have to work together because we all like to go outdoors. We all like to to do those types of things, and it won't happen. And that's know. why we're we're not only are we with SDORC, we're with these other trail clubs and with these other organizations because we're all in it together. We're all kind of uh, striving for the same purpose, and uh, working together is the best way to get these things accomplished and completed. So, I think it's great to have these. Uh, different groups and organizations you meet so many different people oh, yeah. i met so many people out on the trail today there were tw- uh yesterday there were 12 rigs on the run um wow. and mine did was you the meet oldest new oh i meet met a people lot of people you have never yeah. met yeah really yeah cool. i did and it was exciting so right. and we were camping with them and it was a lot of fun that's what it's all about just yeah. meeting new friends all right we're gonna take a quick break you're listening to s-t-o-r-c dirt radio right here on fm 96.1 am 1170 the answer all right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to S-D-O-R-C Dirt Radio right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, this segment's brought to you by our good buddy Wayne Miller. You yeah, from Wayne Miller Mobile yeah. Tires. He's there on uh, 11350 Woodside Avenue in Santee, California. And he um, does mobile tires. He comes out to you if you need a tire change, if you have any issues um, like that. But he also does things in the shop. So if you need a brake adjustment or a lot... Um, Let's see, transmissions. He Any does kind everything. of automotive so, service, he is there yeah, for Yeah, give him you. a call at 619-596-2800, and he can take care of you. Right. And Southwest Point of Sale also sponsors this hour. If you have a small grocery store, liquor store, or, or and you have a business where you're having a hard time hiring cashiers, well, South uh, Southwest Point of Sale will give you that no human being Cat checkout, which is really, really cool. 
Uh, if it seems a little scary, they give you 724 service. Uh, they'll come to you and help you set up your system. You don't have to worry about employees calling in sick. Uh, you could talk to Jeff, Mark, uh, Beth, Ted, Tony, or Ramon. All you have to do is call them at 800-540-2149 and thank them for sponsoring S-T-O-R-C Dirt Radio. All right, so we were talking a little bit off air about the the 500. Is that where we're going next? Yeah, yeah. I'd like to go to the Baja 500, which happened last week. I know week. you'd like to go to the yeah. Baja I want to 500. Ride we it. talked yeah, about the, it last week, you and so now we the, have results. You're broke. Oh, I'm feeling a lot better. <laughs> you, you could not take on the 500. I don't know. Wait, give me a couple weeks. Let's do okay, it. we'll see now. That's it. So the 53rd Baja 500 took place. Wow. And what's interesting is four days after the finish of the race, they declared the winner. Larry Rosler, Oops. at who age that, at who, age sixty four, who hasn't known woo-hoo. that guy, who first won a class in the Baja five hundred in nineteen seventy two, and first won an overall in nineteen seventy five. Him and and Bruce Ogilvy. Yeah, what's he driving this year? It had to be something with a he's lot a, of suspension. He's on a Toyota. He's a Toyota Tundra. Oh, fa- really? there's a factory effort for a trophy truck. No kidding. Wow. So that's 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 a real deal. So he didn't. Win the race. He didn't come across the finish line first. The first one across the finish line was Luke McMillan, who beat his uh, cousin by four seconds. Right. But what happened to Luke is he he was running the race. He was winning the race. He's ahead. He's he was ahead overall, and he's running. And he made a slight wrong turn where the road took a Y, and he needed to get over to the other side. So instead of backing up or making a U turn. He, he went over somebody's tent. Somebody Some spectator. There was nobody in it, but he ran over a tent, and it Scary. got caught on film. It got uh, videoed, geez. and once the guys from Score saw that, he got disqualified from the race. Completely disqualified. Comple- completely disqualified. Well, because he was off route, so, right? So that put... Not because he went off route, it's because okay. he ran over these guys' well, tent. Well, yes, I know that. <laughs> I mean, he only was off route by like 50 feet. Just think and, if I mean, somebody the, would have been in there. Oh, my God. So you're saying I, that if he went off route and then just cut across any land, had I, I he mean, not the route, gone over a tent, he would not have been You can't cut the course, right. but you can, but you, I right. mean, 50 feet either side is okay. Okay. It's but not, if he'd uh, have backed up. If he'd have backed up 100 then, feet and, and gone on turned, the right, yeah, he'd have been, he'd have been he would have either, he would have won. And the reason why... Uh, the he now Larry Roser was third, so how did he how win? Did he get first. Well, so Luke got disqualified, and then Luke's cousin Andy McMillan, he got second. in trouble. Who was, who was second? Who was second? And then he was awarded the win. Then he got in trouble. Now, what happens in the five hundred is it's mostly dirt going all over the mountains and the desert and everywhere. It's a loop, but isn't it? It's this year. It was one big loop. It went south along the coast. And then it turned inland and down by San Quentin, and it went up through the center of the peninsula mm-hmm. and then wound its way back to Ensenada. So what happens is occasionally the route goes along the highway. Like there's not a good dirt road that does everywhere. So they go down the highway a little ways and they turn off. So when they're on the highway, they have to go the speed limit, right? Because there's there's other there's civilians oh, yeah. or there's normal people driving around and they got to go easy. So they give penalties for people that speed. Right. And everybody knows you're supposed to go slow in these spots. Right. Well, not only did he speed on the highway, he passed somebody and there was oncoming traffic and the oncoming traffic had to swerve. It was kind of a bad thing. And I heard that he actually hit like he scraped a car. 
So he got penalized 30 minutes. Oh. He didn't get DQ'd, but he got penalized 30 minutes in the race. And he probably had to pay for the guy's paint job. I and fixes whatever. probably didn't bother him. I, if you know that company, or you know the McMillan oh, Realty, yeah. the whole. But anyway, so he got pushed way down in the score, and Larry Rosler. He's looking around, saying, <laughs> "Oh, okay, I'll win." But but before before he won, so uh, Robbie Gordon was running well, and he broke a trailing arm. So yeah. he was out of the race. Uh, Bry, uh, Bryce uh, Bryce Menzies, Menzies was leading the overall. He was really killing it, and he got near close, getting close to the end, and he had a fuel delivery problem, and he ended up rolling to a stop. Uh. Oh. So Larry Rosler, he he sticks by the rules. He rides hard, but he doesn't over ride it. He's got a great vehicle, his Toyota. Sure. And, you know, Toyotas are reliable. And he just comes else. cruising through. And he just comes in. And he, he wasn't the fastest guy, but he was up there. He was pretty fast. Yeah, but he he still missed but, out on all the hoopla because all the hoopla. It happens right at the right end of the end. race. Everyone's waving. And uh, so Luke got all that. But uh, the, so this is Larry Rosler's 12th Baja 500 victory. Wow. Nine on motorcycles wow. and uh, three on four wheels and he's 60 what 64 years old yeah scott wow. um what he can get uh social security yeah so he's got more time to uh practice he needs racing. to get he needs to get aarp to sponsor him god never AARP too old to follow your dreams right he just wants to well win. he's never stopped yeah see he's, he's been, been going the whole, he's been going the whole time and i i told the story on the air recently about the the bot the Takati. 250 to the Takati Enduro where I, I came across a guy at the very end of the race who was pointing at his gas tank. This is 150 miles, three loops, seven and a half hours of riding as hard as you can. It's a motorcycle race. Mm -hmm. And I see a guy, I'm like from here to there to the finish line, been riding all day. I'm like, well, I'll give this guy some gas. I mean, I'm not in contention for winning the overall. Right, I'm right, like right. just happy to be finishing. So positioning my bike so I, I can undo my my fuel line and run into his guest and i look up i go are you larry rosler yeah yeah that hurry, was larry up, rosler. hurry up hurry he, up yeah hurry up i gotta finish this race he was on a, a kawasaki so larry had won that race like four times and and his time had sort of come and gone and he was an older rider he wasn't like the fastest guy anymore right. but he was still a fast guy still competitive so he was doing a favor for kawasaki Riding the KLX 300 four-stroke, mm. like a trail bike. Then it doesn't he, get good gas mileage. He just didn't <laughs> have a big not. enough gas tank. Like I borrowed, like I used an RM 250, and I borrowed a gas tank from Freddie Willard. A big or, gas tank. A bigger tank. Yeah, it's mm. like about a gallon more. And what's funny about that, Freddie always rode the 500 on motorcycles. And last week I talked about my friend who, uh, he did the Takati Enduro with me, mm. and he went and got uh, drafted to do the Baja 500 after it. Well, Freddie was on that team. Mm. So anyway, what's funny is Freddie just won Class 10 at last week's Baja 500. How old is he? I, he's around my age. He's uh, probably late 50s. Okay. Um, he's still a badass. He was a professional motocrosser and a Baja racer. And um, it's kind of cool. He's, he's, you know, with age comes a cage. So he gave up the motorcycle and he goes four-wheeling. He had a penalty. He had a four-minute and 30-second penalty uh, for speeding, 
you know, mm-hmm. through one of the towns. And I looked at the penalty sheet, and it was like half of the entries were penalized. You well, know, how a couple they, minutes. How do or, they know this? Uh, they have GPS trackers on them on every they, truck, on every, or every vehicle, or every, every entry. Yeah, and, and that's they should good be notified at the drivers' meeting. You you can look on the internet and see where people are. Like I was during the race, I looked, and you can see all like you know, there's uh, hundreds of little markers out on the course, and some of them are not on the course, <laughs> but a lot of them are bunched up over here, or over there. So they. Um, a GPS is wonderful for bar racing because in the old days you get lost and, and you know what happens. You're lost. Now, do you know yeah. in the earliest races, they didn't have a route. Like the first Baja 1000s? No, it, it was just It started in Tijuana and, and the first one to La Paz was the winner. And they didn't care how they didn't you got care there. They didn't care how you got there. Right. And guys would all over the peninsula. So nowadays it's a lot uh, safer. Well, you know, because to, You're not going to be spending the night in in a cold place somewhere. You know, right. But you don't want to be going down some road that you nobody knows about it and you don't know about it and then you have an, a situation nobody will ever find you. Yeah, or they, the they'll find thing. you way too late. Yeah. Uh, so Dan McMillan got fourth overall. He actually, So there's three McMillans in the race, all in trophy trucks. I mean, I can't even imagine what it costs to put that whole effort together. A lot. That, that's a, a huge amount of money. Let's see. And what's funny... About this race is um, Alex Gonzalez overcame huge odds and uh, many highly capable vehicles. He finished with his stock Volkswagen 20 hours and 58 minutes after the race. What year Volkswagen? What do you think? I don't know, but it's. I doubt it's a a new one. one. I doubt. You know what? They still bring Volkswagens down the Mexico. The bugs. Oh, yeah. I love those. Isn't there a vintage class? He's racing a. If you could watch, like I watched some of the footage, and like the deep whoops, and these oh, guys yeah. are. Slim. Can you imagine driving a stock Volkswagen <laughs> with the little wheels oh, and the yeah. little suspension and the little motor? That'd and be you're going to, That'd Instead be of jumping everything, you're like rolling everything. They've just finishing that in twenty hours is amazing. I just feat. saw a picture recently of of the old buggies jumping in midair. Oh yeah, it was so cute. Yeah, they look I good. Go- they look good going up. They don't look so good they, coming oh, out. Yeah. They land like a ton of bricks. They land like a ton of bricks. And, you know, like I said last week, in the old days, the motorcycles would always win the overall oh, yeah. by a, a substantial anymore. amount of time. So this race and, and many of these Baja races have areas with silt. And for those of you who don't know what silt is, it's like talcum powder. It's very fine mm-hmm. powder on the ground. And if you've ever ridden a motorcycle through silt, it's scary. You don't go fast. Like... It's so soft, there could be a rock hidden, you don't see it, and then you slam Bam. into the rock. It's just murder to go fast. And the trucks, they just go flying through it. The motorcycles, they got to tiptoe. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to SDORC Dirt Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to SDORC Dirt Radio on FM 961. AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by our good buddy, Chris Wiley. Yeah, at Primary Residential Mortgage, Inc. He can take care of you with all your mortgage needs, refinancing or new mortgages. Uh, His number is 619-722-1303. Chris Wiley is the man to go to. All right. So we were talking Baja 500 and all the... 
trials and tribulations. And a lot of people don't realize the McMillans, my goodness, I think they've been running the 500 and the 1,000 ever since it started. Yes, for decades. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's an amazing, it's an amazing uh, company. They're very supportive, which would be a great sponsor for Rebel. Mm. <laughs> All you got to do is reach out to them and let them know. They'll be more than happy to uh, chat with you. Uh, for the price of one trophy truck shock, they could send you through the whole thing. That's pretty much, you couldn't, you couldn't be any more correct than that. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, the 500, it's, it's, an, it's come a long way, folks, let me tell you. I mean, it, before there was really the only rules were really no rules, but now it's all changed. They got a lot of rules. Well, but, because environment, they learn. safety. Yeah, yeah, of course. We learn and we improve. And it makes for a better, better event is really what it amounts to. It's, it's safer for the people. Uh, it's better for the competition. I wonder, still, I wonder if the folks down in Mexico still make the obstacle courses. You know, obstacles. They, they, you know what they do. They, um, they, they, they do some booby traps. Right. Yeah, that still takes place. Logs in the roads. They trenches with trenches. with like a thin piece of plywood covering it. Right. Yeah. Just, Who was telling they wanted me to about see that? that? Where the guy barely, like he hit it and he was, fl- you know, what a flying W is on yeah. a motorcycle, where your your legs are above with your yeah. knees bent and you look like a W for a right, second. For a second. Yeah. A guy said he did a flying W and landed and. Barely landed back on the bike. And yeah. Wow. Continued. That hurts too. It could, it could hurt. Yeah. Right. So, so what else you got? Yeah. Anything else? So, so something to shift gears. We've been dragging Oceana Dunes through the dirt for months and months. And we talked about Oceana Dunes is also known as Pismo Beach. It's an off-road area in Central California where you can drive on the beach and in the sand dunes. And people have had it out for that place for years and years. Uh, this year... The Coastal Commission, the California Coastal Commission, voted to close it for off-road vehicles within three years. So there's four lawsuits running right now to try to save it. Three from Friends of Oceano Dunes and one from Ecologic Partners. And those lawsuits, they have a pretty good chance. I I think that at least one of those lawsuits is going to prevail and save off-roading. But here's the thing about a lawsuit is a lawsuit looks at existing law and it asks the court to interpret it better. That we think that an agency who used the law, they didn't interpret the law correctly and we're asking for a reinterpretation. So what what scares me a little bit about this is that we're going to, let's say Friends of Oceana Dunes wins on one of their, their lawsuits and, it, okay, it's going to be open again. Well, what's to stop the state legislature from passing a law that gives the California Coastal Commission more authority regarding whatever is going on over there. They and that say, would okay. give them the right to close it down whenever and then, they wanted. And then they could, they could go back again and, and then they could circle back it's and go ahead and, power, yeah. and close it in a way that we couldn't sue and we would just be screwed. So that, that would be tough. So California Off-Road Vehicle Association, of which I'm a 16-year director, they came up with another idea. Now, you guys, I think most people who are listening have heard of Proposition 13. Prop 13 um, stopped the, the continued increase of property taxes. And that came about by a, a, an initiative, a ballot initiative. That is, people voted for it. 
so in California, the legislature makes laws. Sometimes the legislature doesn't address something that the people really want. And so the people are allowed to do what's called a ballot initiative and the whole state can vote on it and they can sort of override the legislature. Mm -hmm. So we talked about, well, what if we ran a ballot initiative for Oceano Dunes? So we found a consultant who does ballot initiatives and we were in talks and we were figuring out how much it's going to cost and what would we do? So we thought, well, we could do a ballot initiative that says Oceano Dunes is going to stay an off-road park. And if we were to do that, that would be ironclad. That right, would be locked in. that place would be locked an off-road in. park no matter what. And well, it turns out it's expensive. Like so you you hire you ever see the guy in front of the supermarket and he has a clipboard, we'd like you to sign this. Right. Right. It costs between two and three dollars per signature. And you need one and a half million signatures. Wow. Now the uh there was a, a, a recall for Governor Newsom. Right. And they they have to do, go through the same sort of hoops. Mm-hmm. But there's just a lot of people that wanted to help. So they have a this huge volunteer base. Right. I don't know if we could get a huge volunteer base for Oceano Dunes. Like, we may have to pay a lot of money. So once we pay, like, let's say we pay the 3 to $5 million to get it on the ballot, then there's another whole thing you have to do to get people to vote the way we want. Mm-hmm. So it's like the advertising would just be formidable right. with the money. Jeez. And so we, we went and we asked, um, we asked for corporate sponsorship. You know, how much could you give? Could Polaris give us, you know, BF Goodrich. So we, you know, you look at, at the companies that have a lot of money and it's just hard. Well, the biggest it's problem is, and, and that's one it's, it's sales one Oh one or advertising one Oh one. What you want now, you should have asked them back in October of 2020 because their ad budget is already spent right. at the end of that year. So, and we, if, we, if could, we could do this, this could for, be a multi year thing. Well, no, I realize that, but they, but they have to budget it into their program. And if you don't like, like for example, the Rebel Rally, because you and Audrey are trying mm-hmm. to get into the Rebel Rally, well, to get into the Rebel Rally, we should have been looking for money back oh, yeah. in 2020. Yeah, that definitely uh, it definitely helps to pre-plan and to get right. these sponsors ahead of time. So Oceana Dunes really needs to be talking to these corporates today. We, we should have been talking to them like way before the Coastal Commission even vote. Like, exactly. So the timing is difficult. And it's our, not our, impossible. Our consultant said that we need to get this on the 2022 uh, ballot. Mm-hmm. Right. And so... The companies you said and and their uh, advertising budget, like the timing just doesn't work. Like we don't have enough time. Well, in a way we do because when's don't you vote in October of 2022? The end of 2022. So So uh, if you went to them today. About a year and five months. So you're really in the, you're in the sweet spot. You really are in the sweet spot. Somebody needs to put a proposal together and they need to go to Honda, Kawasaki, Suzuki, Every single one, make it a one-page proposal, and, and and I know emailing is the best way to go, but you almost physically need to go yeah. to for this kind of thing. You, Cold you, calling with email sometimes doesn't work. It was definitely you, good to know the contact and right. talk to them person to person. It's it's my experience that emailing barely works. It right. works a little bit, but well, only if they know you. 
I just, yeah, if I, you know know somebody, but like, there's nothing like having a relationship with the right, right person and, and going in there. I also think these off highway vehicle corporations need to understand that if there's nowhere to ride, they're not going to be able to sell these these um, yeah. you yeah, know yeah. off road vehicles. Who's going to buy them? Exactly. So Where our job is to operated? keep these um, these areas open. And if Pismo Beach closes down, you know, Oceano Dunes, then there's nowhere where an off-roader can go right on the beach in California. Yeah. And it, and once again, if we lose that area, what's the next area that we're going to lose? And how many, how many real corporate companies, and I'm talking everything from 100% to FMC to, and these are the smaller companies, the ORWs Mm -hmm. of the world. How many of them even know about Pismo? I think they all know, but they, but so you need somebody, you know, that goes to the corporate offices you know, makes appointments. It's 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 a full time job. You it almost is. need. I know it's great to have a lobbyist for Sacramento, but you almost need to have an advertising agency that understands that what you're trying to do. Because there's no money back to the ad agency unless somebody pays the ad agency. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's. But as far as as Pismo, somebody needs to sit. I mean, somebody. There's got to be somebody that's in the Pismo community that's retired that's been in the ad world or been in the advertising world. That's a, that's a trick to find just the right person. Well, you just got to right. ask cause you, cause you just never, you just never know. Uh, I give you a good example. Barona speedway. It's a dirt track, right? You know how many people yeah. support the dirt track? Dirt guys, guys that haul dirt all day long, you know, <laughs> really? from construction oh, yeah. sites. So guess what? They're picking up a load of dirt because I was going to say the water trucks too to yep. keep the dust water down. trucks yeah. too, but they all are in the industry of dirt. So when say uh, Troy Salazar goes and picks up a load of dirt from a, a excavation, he gets out and he goes, "Ooh, this has got clay in it," <laughs> and he just takes the dirt to the track because I mean they got to dispose of it, right? They take it to the dump. Well, he just takes it to the track. Same thing. Same thing with the McMillans. Now, who would thought the McMillans, a a real estate firm, would be this heavy duty into uh, off roading? Well, they are because you just you just never know. So you got to pretty much knock on every single door. And I always tell people, like like for example, as uh, SDORC, as far as I'm concerned, every one of them are salesmen. You know, they can't just sit back and not and just just not do anything they you know if they you know because a lot of those folks at sdrc they're retired businessmen business women right at sdrc at sdorc right we got retired people but Everything. we have active but i'm just saying and, you know. there's people out there that have contacts right so but if, for them to physically go out and reach so, out yeah if you have an interest in in off-road uh, riding off-road driving uh then get involved i think See, that's, that's the biggest the thing that's to get involved in every aspect of it because there is litigations going on in all different areas on many different ohv areas so we're at a point now where if you don't want to go off-roading fine don't do anything because it's going to go away. If you don't think it's not going to go away with our crazy uh, political environment right now, uh, you're out of your I mind. Mean, there, there's species that are they're trying to get listed. And so once we they get it. listed, we're going to lose. But the corporations that make money <laughs> off of us, they're, the, they're ones. the ones that need to kick in. The BF Goodrich. We need to be a unified force. That's what we well, need to do. I've been saying that since I got involved yeah. with this. There's too many fractions 
And that's what we try to do. Uh, we try to stay down in our area, San Diego yeah, Off Road Coalition. But we need we but, need yeah. we need to pull this group together because it's it's going to be difficult. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back. We'll discuss this a little bit more because I think this is an important topic. Because if you want to continue to go off roading, you had better get involved. And we need to figure out a way to put this whole package together. Why? Because S D O R C Dirt Radio says so. FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back. You're listening to S-T-O-R-C Dirt Radio. FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Okay, so we were talking about getting involved. And I know there's listeners out there that could get involved. And I know a lot of the reason why we don't get involved is because they look, well, what could I really do? Well, you don't know what you can really do until you get involved. And the easiest way to get involved is help support these clubs Um, when they sponsor events like our Lost Lizard Off-Road Run is coming up in November 13th. And it's a family-friendly event. And you pay, um, pre-registration is up. So you pay for registration to do the run. And it sponsors our um, efforts throughout the entire year. And our efforts go towards lobbyists. Helps um, us pay for our activities, our right. lobbyists, our storage, insurance, all that. Yeah. Well, um, see, here's and, another one, too, that, that you could think about. You know, if you're, say, you're up in age and you're, you've are you got a considerable amount of money or property and you don't have any family members, uh, San Diego Automotive Museum just got a million-dollar endowment. Wow. That's wonderful. Because well, that person doesn't have any family, didn't have anybody to leave the money to, but he really liked the auto museum. That could be ha- that could happen to SDORC. Yeah, I know Sierra Club does that. Oh, of course, they ask people to leave them money. Absolutely, because Sierra Club is more hell bent on on marketing and sales, advertising, than they are on keeping it the, because they want to keep it all closed. So they're just a marketing arm. That's all they are. They're just making money. They're not doing anything good for the environment necessarily. I don't. I don't know. I don't see it. No, I don't see it either. So. We really need to start, you know, reaching out and getting, you know, like the Copleys. Look, look what the Copleys have given. Uh, look at Helen Croc. You know, she's, I mean. Oh, my God. There's so much, and there's so much money out there. Now, I guess, Gates and a couple other ones, now they're trying to figure out where they want to throw their money at. They need to, but somebody's got to come up to them with a good proposal and ask for it. And I mm-hmm. think the desert, you know, until you've gone out into the desert, you've gone out to you know, to Pismo, or you've gone to the beach, or or, or, or not the beach, but uh, Acatia Wells and things like that, and seen the beauty that's out there. I don't know. I mean, it's just. The, but the kicker is, got to find somebody. I mean, I, I was even trying to get some. I have a friend of mine who's not working right now, and I was going to try to get him to to do the do all of this. First thing he wants is all the money. I says, "Well, you get the money." And we'll give you a percentage of it. We'll give you a commission and a good commission. I like that. That's the way you do it. You don't pay anybody. You say, look. You, you need know, an incentive. I'll give you right? 10%. The more you make, the more you the get. More you get. I, I do like that. So we just got to find we got to find somebody or some agency. Uh, are you good at writing uh, writing as far as like a proposal? Because I'm not that good at doing that. Shit. I'm, I'm pretty good at writing. I think so, Ed's pretty good. So what I would recommend, here's what I want you to do, Edward, is I you got homework. I'd like you just to do a an advertising proposal to, and it doesn't even leave the to who blank, but let's just let's just use S D O R C for an example. Here's 
not what we want, but here's what we're trying to do, and here's what you will get in return. When can we get together and have a meeting? So if you're out there right now and you have a business and you want to know where to put your advertising money, you can right. put it to SDORC. We can um, advertise you on the radio. Right. We can also advertise you on slots on KUSI. Good morning, yeah. America. And the Rebel. Good morning. You can be on the Rebel yeah. ra- race that's and, coming up. Yeah, and the Rebel Rally. We can put your logo on the vehicle. If you're looking for an all-girl race team. But I'm just saying, if you, I want you to just kind of think about it and we can get together and chat. But one and, and, and one page is more than enough, you know. If you, it can't be more than one page. No, People don't want to read a no, book. They're not going to no. read a book. And and then what? And then what we do is we start hammering. I mean, and I don't have a problem doing it. If I've got the tools, I don't have a problem. I mean, I can still go to, you know, I can still go to the car manufacturers. I can still, you know, not to the car manufacturers, but I'm just saying. But Jeep, more like a dealership. Look at Jeep, mm-hmm. like a. Yeah, a Jeep, Jeep dealer. I see Jeeps all over the, the road. Have given, I see new Jeeps around. Jeep has given Jeeps to uh, Tierra del Sol for giveaways. I, uh, Cal Four Wheel? No, Cal no. They wheel? gave one to Tierra del Sol because I put it on KUSI. One? Brand spanking new. It was a baseline. It was an X. Was it for? Uh, it was safari? for Tierra del Sol Rally. For Safari? Yeah, for the Desert Safari, safari? Rally. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, I mean... And, and let me tell you what you if you know there's a, a jeep sitting at, at uh, lost lizard <laughs> you don't think people won't a drop? raffle prize and there's only going to oh be a few goodness. hundred people i would or buy be, all the tickets by the <laughs> way there'll be a few more than a few hundred people because right. once that word gets out because and then there's i have to look up but the, there's a way to do it is uh i'll have to look but it's a there, there's a there's a formula that the manufacturer it, they just don't give you a vehicle. You know, they give you a vehicle. You sell X amount of tickets, right, with something in return. Then they, yeah. then you could buy that vehicle, but it's like at their cost. And then the rest goes to your cost. And right. So you so, have to sell the tickets over the cost of the vehicle. Yeah, which is not difficult to do. The, the, the auto museum, a guy donated a '68 uh, a Dodge. You know, kind of a pro mod, and he says, "I just want to sell." Uh, thousand tickets for X amount of dollars, and he ended up selling three thousand tickets and got bucket loads of money. And the car was donated anyway. But even if he had to pay for the car, you know, so there's ways to do it. We we just got to sit down. And- so once again, support Corva, support Cal Four Wheels, support yeah. any organization uh, in off roading that's doing a raffle or doing a um, a pre registered event like the Lost Lizard Fun Run. Um, that helps go towards sure all does. of our costs. Has anybody talked really? to all these different groups as far as banning together? Yeah. We, I mean, he works have for a, two um, of them at least. We we have like a, a parent organization. It doesn't do – it hasn't been active lately, but the California Motorized Recreation Council, so the leaders of all the groups get together. We haven't had a call in a while, not since the virus came. Mm-hmm. But we uh, we have the ability to get together and do stuff. I think we should, think, I think we should fire that back up again. Hmm. Yeah, something to well, think that's about. That's a good idea. Yeah, something to think about, uh, because you know, if that if, if we can get all, but and that's another thing too. If you have all those groups together, and then you go to a company for money instead of just 
you know, SDORC or Tierra del Sol. But if all those groups go, they know you've got a lot of people in your groups. And that's all customer. of us together is a big number. Of it's people. huge. Yeah. It's huge. So anyway, we'll talk more about that. But folks, if you're interested, if you want to help Nicole and Audrey get into the rebel rally, boy, uh, that, that's a neat one. I hope people can, can come together and help us in, in uh, rebel. Yeah, we have a definitely advertising space on the rig. Uh, we have it on our vests as well. well. You don't have a vet, you don't even have a rig yet, but we. Well, I think Audrey committed hers to the run. If we can't get yeah. a, a vehicle, I well, think she yeah. wants to use hers. Well, I talked to hers well, is capable. Hers is well, it's more gotta, than capable. It's got to be upgraded. You know, the suspension's got. Well, be no, not really. Remember, this is a stock event. The oh, that's right. She really wants stock vehicles straight off the line that's to right. come out and show that they're capable. That's right. That's so my mistake. So hers but is definitely still, capable. But. Uh, I, I took her vehicle. I took the recon. Same same year, same make to the Rebel Rally in 2017, and it was perfect. Oh, was it? Yeah. And oh. it didn't have any additional lifts or suspension or anything. It was stock off the line. Oh, the yeah. only thing so we they added don't let was you a winch. change stuff? You can. You can. There's two different um So there's a stock classes. class and a there's modified a stock class? class? Yes, exactly. And you'd rather go for the the stock class? I, I think it. I, I think there were a lot more rigs in the um, modified class right. uh, compared to the stock class. I think, but, and yet, if you've done the stock class before, that yeah, and you she get knows a nice that, little. I mean, if you have the best stock vehicle, because if you go modified, then now you need the best modified vehicle to be really competitive. Yeah, and there's and some that's nice lot, rigs out there. Like, boy, you can spend a lot of money on well, a yeah. vehicle. I mean, what's the trophy truck cost? Oh. I think yeah, you're up to we half don't have a million. to go that far. No, no, <laughs> but I'm just saying that like, some people go nuts, and oh, it's hard to compete against well, the ones the that really go nuts. Is, uh, Total Chaos and Total Chaos does amazing suspensions for Toyota rigs, mm-hmm. so they're one of the sponsors. So if they they've got a cush ride, sure, I'll bet to they do. On there. All right, well, I'd say I didn't even think about it about right. a completely bone stock vehicle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's so, it doesn't so wait. Have so there's a modified class, mm-hmm. there's a stock class, class, and then there's also a. Uh, an all-wheel, all-wheel drive, drive class. So yep. there's three classes, or mm-hmm. are there more than that? Um, I think that's all three. Well, I mine, mean, but the but the bone stock and and um, they're still in the four by four class. So the bone yeah. stock and modified, they're still in a four by four class. So, so they technically, do the there's only two classes. Like their routes are a little different. All-wheel drive class, yeah, has a little simpler they route. Can't go over the bit. harder right. stuff. In a, right, but so still the same. Is Monday a holiday? Same checkpoints. No, next Monday is because it's June nineteenth. Oh yeah, or ju- whatever. Juneteenth. For me, it just got. No, no. Today it is, just got done for the twentieth mm-hmm. of June. Yeah, so the twenty eighth, I get off. I work for a UCSD. I work for the state. So. So you're getting off for so what? For Juneteenth. Oh. But wouldn't that because I Biden you, just did that? Juneteenth. And, no, was, weren't they celebrating Juneteenth on the eighteenth? Right. Well, it was supposed to be yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, the nineteenth. Some people well, did it, it the, the day news. before. Well, anyway, my only my, my only point was that because um, I talked to Audrey before she flew off to Hawaii, and she's talked to Ford about the Maverick because that's a bone stock new truck that they got coming out, and I talked to the head marketing guy, and he was very excited. Yeah, a lot of these companies wow. um, have um, employees already that are interested in doing the Rebel. So well, he said nobody's talking about the really? Maverick. Oh. What is and the Maverick? She, what kind of vehicle it's a is new, it? You have to Google it. It's a new Ford Maverick. It's a new it's a unibody. pickup truck? Yeah, it's a unibody. It's a unibody? It's a, kind of like the new Hyundai Santa Cruz. Does it have a transfer case? Uh, yes. Four-wheel drive? Yes. Wow. But yeah, it's I a see. unibody. It's not a, yeah. a frame-on. 
Well, if it's a stock class, it's a stock class because you don't. And I was just you can't. I, all right, become a member at sdorc.org <laughs> yeah. and uh, go ahead and get your pre-registrations in. Absolutely. For the Lost oh, for the hey, Lost Lizard. That's and don't fun. forget. Stay tuned. We got Joseph Thanks Luciano coming in. He's running for governor. You're gonna love it. With Dave Stahl, the program that is working to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. To learn more about SDORC and how you can get involved, visit SDORC.org. That's SDORC.org. Join us next week at this same time for more of the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles while protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. This has been San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio on The Answer San Diego. 